a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. 1.51 is the time here in the KSL Newsroom, wrapping up the second hour of today's episode of Live Mike, episode number 283. Very basic question we are discussing here, one that I, I am sure has come up in your home if you have ever been uh, or are now a pet owner. And it uh, very basically is how much, how much would you pay to save your pet? How much would you pay to save your pet? Uh, I <clears throat> this started off as a conversation uh, between myself and a handful of others in the KSL newsroom here where uh, Andy Farnsworth, you know Andy, of course, uh, a superstar here at KSL News Radio, he shared uh, a story from his home where uh, their new dog, I think the, the puppy's been uh, part of the Farnsworth family now for just over a month, and uh, a grape fell to the ground and was quickly gobbled up by the puppy dog. Well, it turns out that uh, grapes and dogs uh, don't mix. And so the uh, the vet was called up and some back and forth, some discussions and some decisions were made. And ultimately, the decision was made uh, that even just one little grape in the belly of this uh, brand new member of the Farnsworth family, a little puppy, uh, that, uh, you know, they decided to pay. And uh, ultimately came to about $500 to uh, to pump the stomach and clear the toxins uh, from this little puppy's system. And, uh, and you know, the expectation is that the Farnsworth family will enjoy the companionship of uh, that little puppy for many years to come. What would you spend? How far would you go? We've had some conversations in uh, my family, and I think we've got this little cat, <clears throat> kind of a little runty cat, uh, calico colored, missing a tail. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if the if the tail is missing, uh, you know, genetically, like it's some kind of breed that has a bobtail or something, or if it's a rescue cat. And so I don't know if in an earlier life maybe it got shut in a door or uh, hopefully nothing more nefarious than that. But anyway, I've got this cat. I'm very fond of it, and uh, you, you've heard me talk about the cat before, so I'll spare you. But uh, I I my my position is if we've got it to spend, we'll spend it. Uh, and <clears throat> maybe we'll put some kind of limit on it. I have thrown out the number 5000 Uh I certainly don't have $5,000 to spend on uh, cat repair <laughs> right now. I think if you were to ask my wife, she would have a, a lower number. Uh, but anyway, it is certainly something that we've discussed and uh, debated. Uh, what about you? i got some phone callers on the line right now. I'd like you to weigh in, too, if you've uh, had this conversation in your home or if you've endured some sort of uh, oh my gosh expense that surprised you that you were willing to pay uh, call in share with us that story it's 801 KSL talk is the number 801 575 8255 first uh, conversation uh, Jack from Ogden calls in Jack uh, what do you say well thanks thanks so much for having me on Lee you know I'm 69 years old and many, many years ago, we had a couple little dogs, but we decided not to uh, buy any more because you get so attached to them. So anyway, last year, we rescued this little Yorkie uh, from the pound, and it has become part of our life and uh, just part of our family. 
And I don't, I would not put a limit on it. I, I think there's a lot of people that, you know, they, they would put a limit on it if whatever they could afford. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we're, we're older than that. We can just about afford anything. I, it, I any amount, I, I would pay any amount unless the, the, uh, pet had a, a cancer or something to where they knew that it was going to pass on uh you know at a certain time yeah. but yeah I, I would i would pay any amount because it just it, it has brought us so especially at our age it has brought us so much joy into our life that i just can't it's just part of our family sure. it really is sure sure uh well jack listen i'm i'm uh I'm touched that you've got such a, a close bond with the animal. That's a, a good thing. You know, the, the studies out there uh, that animals are good for human health. Companionship is a wonderful thing, and uh, to be in a position to to you know pay whatever whatever comes that dog's way. Congratulations to you for a life well lived. Th- thanks again for the call, Jack. Thanks for listening. Um, Jack brings up an ex- interesting point, and it is one of quality of life. This this question isn't uh, strictly one about dollars and cents. It is about outcome as well. And there are those who, uh, you know, may uh, shovel a lot of money into uh, prolonging the life of a, of a little creature, uh, a companion, a member of the family, if you will, uh, who's contracted some sort of malady that, uh, that is incurable. And what do you do? How do you evaluate that? How do you make the decisions uh, about prolonging the life if by prolonging the life you are also potentially... You know, dogs and cats uh, and animals, they can't communicate the way humans can. They can't say, ouch. They can't uh, give you a 1 to 10 score on the pain scale. And so, you know, without that uh, insight, you know, you, you, what do you do? What do you do? Uh, next call comes from uh, Sarge and Sandy. Sarge, welcome to the program. How you doing? Hey, I'm great. Uh, I got a question for you. Yeah, yeah. What would you pay to save a child? I, that's a great, it's a great question. And I, okay. it, but but the answer is this: I, the the premise I think is well. well I'll, I'll answer. I'll answer directly. Uh, I, I would give any amount of money, and I would beg, borrow, and uh, and maybe even steal uh, to you know to prolong the life of my child. One hundred percent, absolutely. Uh, that, that's go ahead. That's why they feel about our golden retriever. He's a he's a just over a year old. But we had one before that. She's twelve years old. She died in an operating table. We would have paid thousands of dollars to save her, but she didn't make it because of her age. And the, the surgery was required. It wasn't optional. So uh, it's just that my wife would just be a basket case if we let let the one we have now go. Yeah. It, it wouldn't matter. I would sell my truck. I would sell my motorhome. I'd sell anything I have to pay to save our golden retriever. Mm. Uh, I would mortgage my house. I, wow. I wouldn't care what it costs uh, to save that little. And she's a part of our family. Uh, my wife lives and dies for her mm. every morning. She's she lays her head on her lap and and she's just a sweet puppy. That's so funny. that's my answer. Well, Sarge, thank you for calling and sharing it with us. Uh, I I I admire the affection you have. Uh, but what I was hearing, uh, what I was hearing as you were describing that, is uh, the the affection you have for your wife, uh, going to all ends to make sure that her happiness was protected. That's how. That's what I took away from that conversation. Uh, last call comes uh, from Riverton. Stacy dials up. Stacy, uh, welcome to the program. Uh, you've got some gerbils you'd like to talk about. 
Yes. Hi, Lee. Um, so we've got two dogs, but then my son, who's 11, wanted some gerbils. Yeah. So we got these two little gerbils. They were a year old, uh-huh. sisters, and the one decided she was going to cut her tail badly on one of the toys inside the cage. Okay. And we had ended up at the vet. And had to have her toe amputated for $145. <laughs> was there discussion about that expenditure ahead of time? Or did you just jump uh, not right Not really. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Um, when the doctor called and, and said that we could either put her down or we could um, save her, my son just looked at me in these little puppy dog eyes. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, okay, let's just do it. <laughs> Let, let me ask you this, and listen, you, you don't you don't have to answer this question if you don't want, and, and certainly if, you're, if your uh-huh. son's listening, uh, you, you might want to you know decline to answer this. But let's say your son wasn't involved. Let's say you, uh, Stacy, sole owner of these two gerbils, uh, one of them has some trouble with the tail. Uh, you take it into the vet. The vet says, "Hey, yeah, listen, we could save this thing. It's going to cost you 145. Uh, do, do, do you pay that on your own without your son's input? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I, I'm an animal lover, well, so. I think if, and she's doing great now, it's been a little over a month and she's, it hasn't affected her. What, what, uh, <laughs> so, what are the gerbils' names? Uh, Chewy and Fluffy. Oh, Chewy and Fluffy. Oh, very creative. Uh, yep. Outstanding. Listen, Stacy. thank you so much for uh, for listening and calling in. Uh, all right, that's it. Uh, we're done talking about pets. If you want to weigh in, uh, please feel free to do so. You can continue to, to share your thoughts on the Facebook page, Lee Lonsberry. There's a little live mic logo up in the corner. Have a look at that. Quick break. When we return, it's the top two stories at 2 o'clock ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.